0: everything technology from computers to mobile phones tvs and the internet information you want want all the help you you need your tech life with
1: trevor Long. well this has been a very busy podcast studio over the last few days ladies and gentlemen school holidays are upon us and while this may be the first episode of your tech life recorded this week there's been two episodes of too cool for school and one episode of the teeny tiny podcast is recorded right here i mean i'm I'm playing third fiddle to my children, but um, <laughs> for a bit of fun. Uh, I think the too, too cool with a K, too cool for school with uh, my son Jackson and his mate Ryan is, um, is on iTunes. I don't think Teeny Tiny Podcast is. That's, Jack, uh, that's Harry and VV. Um, it's very cute. If you want to hear it, send me a tweet. I will send you a link so you can listen directly. They're very cute. I love the fact that they want to do podcasts on their school holidays. When I was on school holidays, I certainly wasn't doing podcasts because they didn't exist. Lots to talk about this week on Your Tech Life. Um, Episode 370, in fact, thanks to the good people at Garmin, satellite navigation, GPS technology, the BlackBerry mobile is back with the key one, uh, and Trend Micro, home network security. Um, Lots of calls to get through on anything from Android, new phones, leasing phones, mobile plans, NBN, internet, traveling, you name it, um, and even Nokia phones. Plus, I'm going to talk to Tara O'Connell, who um, created an app called The Baby Diaries. A couple of years ago, we spoke to her her on this very show many episodes ago, and she's made some big inroads on that app and some big announcements to make, which we'll bring you a little later in the show here, episode 370 of Your Tech Life. If you've got a tech question, a tech problem, get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au, just say g'day. Say hello and uh, I'll get you on the show and we'll help you out with your tech questions. And look, I I will repeat for the, I don't often say this, but I I should remind, um, I don't reply to emails with tech advice um, because that's not what I do. That's not my job. My job is to do a podcast. So if you're looking for tech advice, happy to help you here on the podcast. All you need to do is go to the website, email me and I will get you on the phone and we'll have a chat um i can't provide written answers to every question i apologize but th- there's there's no benefit in that for me and if you understand that's you know life is about working and my work is helping people through this podcast so people listen so people get the answers we all learn and live and um and there's sponsors involved so that my children can be fed um but um thank you for uh, your patience and uh do question do send any questions along e- eftm.com.au and of course i um, happy to hear from you also on um, on the uh, on the emails. Uh, just go to the website plus Twitter at Trevor Long, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long. Um, and of course, you can, um, you can subscribe all the time. And I'd love to see more ratings and reviews on the iTunes store. So get all of that happening, folks. Jump on, leave a review, leave a rating. It's time to boost that puppy up the iTunes store again here on Your Tech Life.
0: Crazy what I'm about to say.
1: So here's the um, <laughs> here's the fun for those wonderful people of the internet that called me a Foxtel shill. Shill being someone who's paid by and only speaks positively of. Uh, I wrote a I wrote a reasonably positive review of Foxtel Now, their internet streaming service, um, a week or two ago. I was um, blown away by um, by the, the simplicity of uh, Foxtel Now, the the advantage of Chromecast. I thought it was excellent. Um, And I was very positive because I think it was a good step in the right direction. That was very positive. And then on the weekend, they did the Manny Manny Pacquiao um, horn fight, um, and they they created an internet stream. Not the most amazing thing, but they did good baby steps. This is all positive. Well done. But here's the thing. They really peeved me off (laughs) this week. So I've been testing Foxtel now and using Chromecast, which means I can plug into my projector or TV and I can watch Foxtel on the big screen. But I have, uh, I am a paying Foxtel customer. I have a box, an IQ3 box here in the office. It gives me access to high-definition sports and all these things. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll stop using Foxtel now. That's That was a trial account. Um, I'll open up the new Foxtel app. They've rebranded the Foxtel Go app. They've re-skinned it. It looks a bit different. They've got the new logo, and it's called the Foxtel app. And I thought, I'll just use that. And I'm lying in bed the other night. I've got a little TV there in the bedroom. It's got a Chromecast in it. I thought, I'll watch I'll watch this show, MotoGP qualifying. I'll watch it here in the bedroom. I'm like, where's the Chromecast button? It's missing. What if there's something wrong. So I went back to the Foxtel Now app. No, no, working fine. Streamed it beautifully. Disconnected that. Went back to the Foxtel app. Chromecast button's not there. What the hell's going on here? So I emailed Foxtel and I said, oh, I'm a bit confused. Um, help me out here. <laughs> What's going on? And their response was this. The Foxtel app. Previously, the Foxtel Go app is a companion app for our cable and satellite customers for viewing Foxtel on the go. App casting, in brackets, Chromecast, is designed to give subscribers a big screen experience. So for cable and satellite customers, their Foxtel set-top box and TV is their source of a big screen experience and offers the benefits of recording and playback, bookable pro promotions, program start-over functionality and many more PVR features. They went on to say on iOS and Android, the Foxtel app and Foxtel Now streams are identical. However, on mobile devices, we're serving SD streams. HD is on via mobile is done through Chromecast only. So essentially what they're saying is that if I'm a, a Foxtel paying customer, and on average they're paying $90 a month, paying for sports or movies, whatever it is, if I want to watch it in another room, I have... To get a multi-room box I Have to get another box installed And I have to pay a fee for that every month Yet a Foxtel Now subscriber Paying as little as 10 bucks a month 36 for sport Can watch it on any TV in their house With a $50 Chromecast dongle Attached to it That is ridiculous It is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life Stupid Because I'm paying big bucks Why on earth can't I do what the people who are paying not much are doing? It's the stupidest decision. And I don't see them budging on this either. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ring up and I'm going to cancel my Foxtel account. I'm going to cancel it. And I'm going to subscribe to a Foxtel Now account for $36 a month just for the Formula 1 season. I'm going to cancel it when I'm not. And they're going to lose, I don't know, a few hundred bucks a year from me. But if we all do it, they'll start to see a problem. It is unbelievable. So unfathomably stupid. So good luck, Foxtel. You did some great things. Two steps forward, three steps back, though, is how I describe it. A really, really stupid, stupid move. In other news, uh, last week I spoke to the managing director, the boss of Aussie Broadband, and we talked about how on the NBN no two telcos are alike. Even though you've got the same NBN um, connection, different internet providers can have different pipes that get you onto the internet. I was using iPrimus, and I've said from the start I'll I'll try multiple internet providers until I find one that's you know providing me with reliable internet. And I wasn't unhappy with iPrimus. I thought they were giving me reasonable speeds. Um, I thought that, um, you know, the the general quality of the connection was great. But if I'm to judge them purely on speed alone, it was not entirely consistent. So there were certainly times where, you know, I was getting 50, 60 meg down when I'm paying for the up to 100 speed. Um, And there, there were certainly times where I was getting 80 and 90 as well. The upload speeds were all pretty consistent. It did drop down to about 29, but pretty good. So my, the thought about Aussie broadband was, well, how much different could it be? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you, I've never seen anything like it. It's unbelievably consistent. I'm hitting 93, 94 consistently on downloads and 37 and a half uploads. And I mean flatline consistent test after test after test. Now I've got to remove a few tests from um, my link because I tested um, uh, flooding the link. I was streaming uh, four um, wasn't streaming i was downloading four files onto onto four different computers uh and trying to see what effect it had on a speed test for that a c question which we had last week i'll get back to another day so apart from those moments where i was testing 94 95 i got 95 speed at one point i'm talking getting good speeds folks so if this keeps up if this keeps up i ain't changing from aussie broadband folks not a chance in hell and all the people I've had people uh, Craig Affidic, who's a who's a listener I know, um, has tweeted me regularly about this. All these dramas with Optus resolved overnight by switching to Aussie Broadband. So I'm sorry, folks, but there, there's a there's a not a rort there. <laughs> there is a game to play here, and you you can't believe what your telco is telling you. You have to shop around. You have to try other providers. So word of warning, I'm just saying to you, don't sign those contracts, folks. I'm going to stick with Aussie Broadband for another month. If it if it's consistent like this for an entire month, I ain't moving. No way I'm risking another one. But, from what I can see, it is everything Phil Britt said it would be and more. So, congratulations to the team at Aussie Broadband. Their onboarding, their registration, their sign-up was all excellent. Great communication. It all happened. And by the way, the, the switchover time on the NBN from one provider to another was about two hours. And uh, Craig said the same thing when he, he said that to me as well. So, um, keep keep me in the loop If you're switching telcos If you're trying telcos Let me know what you're getting Peak and off peak speeds uh, Speedtest.net is where I test Find a server I'm using the Telstra Sydney server Because it's close to me And Telstra I would think Have a bit of bandwidth there But use the same server all the time Don't mix and match your servers So And by the way The other thing Lying in bed the other night Last night So the bedroom here Is upstairs And kind of Middle to far end of the house From where the modem is Orbi Wi-Fi I was getting 93 and 37 on the Wi-Fi. I'm telling you, the world is a whole new place with the right Wi-Fi in your house and the right internet coming in. There's good things going on, folks. You're listening to Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thanks to Garmin and the Forerunner runner 935 is a great new product. It's a great smartwatch. It's a premium GPS running and triathlon watch. So if you're into your fitness and you're running and your triathlons, this is it for you, folks. This is unbelievable. Offers advanced running and multi sport features in a comfortable watch that you can wear all day. Only weighs 49 grams. It provides elevation changes with built in barometer, altimeter, and electronic compass to help you keep your bearings. Elevates your, um, evaluates your training status to indicate if you're under training or overdoing it and offers additional performance monitoring features this is a cracker two weeks uh, battery life in watch mode 24 hours in gps mode it's everything you need if you're into triathlons and running the forerunner 935 beautiful color screen uh have a look at it now online at garmin.com.au Questions about technology, problems with technology, that's what I'm here to help with. If you've got one, uh, get it on the website, eftm.com.au. Send me an email, I'll get you on the show. G'day, Kylie.
2: Hi, Trevor, how are
0: you? Hey,
1: very well, Kylie. What can I do for you?
0: Good, I have a question. My husband's mobile phone contract is coming to an end. Woohoo! And he's, yeah, woo-hoo. He is currently with Optus okay. and he's currently being bombarded with, yeah, this is our new plan. Take this, here, take this. Yeah, of course. But they're sending him a lot of stuff on. Leases contracts that are
1: leases,
0: yeah. Um, now I'm a little concerned because I, do, I have a fair understanding of the basic contract, but this lease contract, I'm not real sure. And I know Telstra is advertising it as well, yep. so
1: I, I'm going to be honest, yeah. I don't know much about it, but I'd walk a million miles from it because the idea yeah. of a lease is you never own it, right? So
0: that's that's the impression that I've I'm got. going
1: to summarize, but or surmise, um, assume, but I, you know what? I might talk to someone from one of the Finder Whistle Out websites to talk about how it all works. But my thoughts are what they're doing is they're reducing the monthly cost so that they can have the returned value of the phone at the end um, rather than having to pay the higher monthly costs and get, um, you know, g- give the ownership to you, which is great because it means you end up spending less per month. But you don't get an yeah. asset. And I just think seriously, I'm I'm so anti contract and I know I'm very lucky I get phones, so I don't need to have a phone. But if I didn't get phones, I would spend three hundred dollars on a phone and that's it. Um yeah. and I would get a forty dollar plan. I mean, you know, I spend I think it's fifty five or sixty a month with Vodafone, I get more than ten gig a month. I couldn't need more, it's all good. So yeah. I don't know. The, the the couple of things we need to know about your husband's, I guess, phone use is what's he got? An iPhone, did you say?
0: An iPhone six, yes.
1: And does he want another iPhone?
0: He does want another iPhone. Okay. Um, he's not big on oh, there's a new phone out. Have to right. get it. But he but he's um, in the he's iPhone quite,
1: world and he wants to be there.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's he's quite happy with the phone he's got. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's no scratches or anything on it. It's like new. Um, But I just was more concerned about the actual contract. And just okay. gone, oh, I've got this new email from Optus. I thought, oh, I've got is there any is there out. any
1: use for the phone? Do you have kids that you want to give it to, or anything like that? If he does get a new phone,
0: Um, well, the kids are a bit little. Although they keep bugging me for phones. <laughs> no. How old are they? Um, ten and yeah. nine.
1: Well. So I'll, I'll just say to you uh, quickly because we have this conversation a lot, but you know that ten year old's going to want a phone in the next, you know, two years for sure. Although, and this iPhone six would be amazing, but I wouldn't give my I got iPhones. I wouldn't give my kid an iPhone for the life of him because he'd have to he'd have to learn how precious they are first and drop a few before I'd be happy with him having an iPhone. So, yeah, probably I, not on the radar. <laughs>
0: But my father in law, my husband's dad, yep. he needs a new phone desperately. So we can always pass it on to him if, if my
1: husband does decide to get a new phone. So. Right. And well, let's, I know we're going in branches here, but does your father in law have an iPhone now?
0: He does, and it's a 4.
1: Okay. So, a couple of things. First and foremost, um, if your father in law needs a new phone anytime soon, um, you know, the best deal on the market right now for iPhones is the iPhone SE. Which is the same size. Which I just
0: got from my
1: mother-in-law. Great phone, right? So you can get it yeah. the cheapest one you can get. Hope this isn't going to kill you because you what your mother-in-law paid or whatever. But you can get them at Telstra for like four hundred and seventy-nine dollars. They're locked cool. to Telstra, but then you unlock them for eighty bucks, and it's still five hundred and fifty odd dollars. It's still a hundred dollars cheaper than you can buy them anywhere else. So yeah, it's cool. it's a great phone. Great for frankly, I think it's great for everyone. I love that phone. Anyway, so here's what I'd do for your husband. I would recommend. He holds onto that iPhone 6 for as long as he can because it's a good phone. It works. Yep. So don't don't get a new phone and certainly don't sign a new contract. Do you know how much he's paying at the moment per month?
0: I think he's on the $80 a month contract.
1: Wow. Okay. So how, do you know how much data he's getting?
0: I think it's three, maybe six gig.
1: Okay, so let's let's assume you're happy with Optus because nothing, no reason yep. not to be. Um yep. and and you want a um what we call a sim only plan, right? So you've got a yep. phone, wonderful, I don't need anything else. You want a sim only plan. Okay, let me <laughs> let me just blow your mind here for a moment. Forty dollars a month with Optus gets you ten gigabytes of data. Oh, that's a much better deal. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to say that's on a 12-month contract. So if you go month to month, um, for $50 a month, you get 6 gig of data. Um, So let's go that. Like, that's double what he's getting now. So $50 a month is going to save you $30 a month. Whack that $30 a month into a jar. And I know you're not going to buy a brand-new phone from day one, but... You can certainly see how quickly that thirty dollars over the course, especially, especially given your husband doesn't want to replace every two years. Okay, yeah. So if if you look at a what's what's a thousand dollars, I'm just going to try and add up in my head because I'm awful at it. Uh, divided by thirty, it's it's thirty three months, which is a long time. But yeah. that's about how long your husband is going to have that phone for, if you yeah, if you pay for it up front, assuming you financially can allow yourselves to do that. Buy it up front. You're basically saving $30 a month on his mobile anyway. And frankly, I'm going to say you could shop around and do better. You know, I've got, I've got no doubt that if you shopped around, um, so Optus Network, Optus Network, who's on the Optus Network, um, Virgin Mobile. Um, now they've started doing more. They want contracts and plan contracts rather than, um, um, what do we call them? Sim only plans, but they've, they've got Sim only plans, but they're on the Optus Network. So everything you currently get in terms of coverage will exist on the Virgin plan. They've, yep. got a, um, they've got a month-to-month $40 for four gigabytes. So that's closer to what you're getting now, and you've saved another $10 a month. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you go month-to-month, you can switch telcos every month, if you like, and keep your phone number. Okay. And once you find one you like, just go 12 months. On a SIM only that's plan. Yeah. 12 months, SIM only. That Optus plan I mentioned, you know, that was for $40 with 10 gigs. So, I mean, yeah, go, that's go a good deal. I you know like what? That. Sign up to, to Optus for 12 months and get yeah. that. So, I'm with Optus. I'm new. I'm just looking at their website. 12 months, $40. Although I'm tipping, I bet you any money that's for new customers only, but just push them hard on that because if they're going to give it to new customers, they could give it to everyone. I'm with Optus. You Upgrade so, a current yeah. plan. Yes, it's still there. $40 a month. Um, I'm still... Yeah, so I would be signing up to that for 12 months, $40 a month. Save yourself $40 a month. Put that towards the new f- phone in 12 months from now and bingo. You're happy. Everyone's happy.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you No worries. And um, we'll keep listening.
1: Good on you. Thanks, Kylie. Thanks for getting in touch. Thanks, Trevor. Good on you. And well, if, you, if you've got a question like Kylie, let's try and resolve it for you and let's get you some, hopefully, some savings. Uh, hopefully, Kylie saves that money and either puts it towards a new phone or a Christmas present for the kids. Uh, You're on Your Tech Life, episode 370. Thanks to the good people at Garmin, uh, BlackBerry, and Trend Micro. Got a question about technology? Get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Brett. How you going, Trevor?
3: Good, buddy. How are you?
1: Oh, not too
3: bad, not too bad. Good, mate. Listen, uh, I'm just uh, interested in the new Nokia phone, technique got
1: coming out of the way yeah. mate i'm uh, i'm gonna tell you impressive very impressive um i've had them for a couple of days um and the one i started with was the nokia 3 and i've been kind of sitting it side by side just looking at it comparing how it works more than anything else just at a glance like in a retail shop against things like motorola lg kogan and others uh, alcatel and, mate, the, the construction is beautiful. The quality of the materials is beautiful. The screen is bright. Uh, the camera looks good, although I haven't fully tested it. Like, it does look like pretty darn good bang for your buck. What sort of phone have you got now, Brett?
3: Well, I don't go for all the bells and whistles, so I'm not interested in all the high-end stuff. I've yep. got a Nokia
1: S5. S5? I outright, yeah. S5, uh, I don't really remember them?
3: I'm just one. wondering, maybe next time when I'm due for a phone, whether I look at these Nokias.
1: An S5. I don't even remember. Is that a smartphone? Apparently. Okay. Does it run Windows?
3: <laughs> it could do. I don't know. Okay.
1: Well, there you go. Look, I would say to you that the given what you know and I know about your phone, um, I think the Nokia 3 at $250. Buy it outright, own the phone, whack your SIM card in, and you're on a winner. Uh, it just looks yeah, like absolutely. a great phone to me, mate. Yeah. You won't have any yeah, complaints. Is it, have you... Have you I mean, have you wanted to, you know, muck around more with apps and things on a phone though?
3: Oh, I just tend to, i have a few apps that I'm into, I'm mm. not even really into, that I'm sort of interested in, yep. Um, and then that's about it, so I'm not a big tech person, um, so more just sports and things like that, so.
1: Well, mate, if, if your current, I don't know what your current phone really is, but... If it's not a uh, an Android phone or an Apple phone, then you're about to be blown away by what you can do with the Nokia 3 alone. So, yeah, mate, I um, yeah, I would highly recommend it. So wait till they come on sale, uh, save up that 250 whack it down, and enjoy the phone, mate. No worries. Thank you very much. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. No worries, Trevor. Good on you. And uh, if you've got a question like Brett, go to the website, eftm.com.au. If you've got family, if you've got kids, if you've got multiple devices in your home, time to check out the Trend Micro Home Network Security device. This thing will protect your smartphone, tablet, gaming console and smart TVs and any other connected device in your home from cyber threats. It can block malicious websites on devices, including gaming consoles and smart TVs. It can monitor and restrict the internet usage, the web usage for your children. It can defend against network attacks across your whole network and monitor for intrusions and notifies you of any risk of cybercrime. Control the usage and security of all of your connected devices via one single mobile app with the Trend Micro home network security installed on your network. It is plug and play, folks, really easy to use. Check it out now. Just search Trend Micro home network security. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long. Sometimes it's lovely to follow up on a, on a story that we, uh, that we cover and sometimes there's a lot of great new apps that come out, uh, new ideas, new websites, and do you know what? Sometimes they disappear by the wayside. Uh, other times they go on to great things, and um, I'm going to tell you it was episode 261 on uh, the 18th of November 2014 when I last I spoke to my last last spoke to my next guest. Uh, it is now episode 370, and we are well into 2017. And uh, joining me once again on your tech life is Tara O'Connell from Baby Diaries. How are you, Tara?
4: I'm very well. Thanks for having me. That
1: trip down memory lane. See, it's been Absolutely. a while. See, it's it's is it still fun being a? Do you call yourself a startup?
4: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I'm probably continually starting something new, so you can call <laughs> me a startup at any time. But I've actually been in business for myself now for around 10 years.
1: So remind me and my listeners, Baby Diaries was the app. What was the purpose of it and uh, and, and how did you go getting traction?
4: Yeah, so back in 2014, as you said, I launched my very first app baby diaries after the birth of my second child there was an 11 year gap between my two boys and i saw an opportunity back then to fill a gap um, that gap has well and truly been filled in the app store now <laughs> there are around four million apps and many of them are for um this market and yeah. so it you know we launched back in 2014 we were one of the first which was great got some fantastic traction particularly thanks to yourself trevor and joe abby who showcased the app on the today show mm. that certainly helped But having an app in the app store, no matter how good it is, without a big brand behind you, without a huge marketing budget, and unless it's a gaming app um, where people are going to get addicted, (laughs) it's really hard
1: to stand out from the crowd. And so essentially you you can gain traction, you can get uh, downloads, you can get users through both word of mouth and a a little bit of publicity here and there, but to really reach critical mass and to get a promotion slash backing is... Is something that uh, an average mum with the greatest respect, you know, not you're not a big conglomerate here, can't just go and get, can you, on your own?
4: No, not even, not even with the Today Show, you know, yeah. backing us. Oh. So it, it did go really well for the first 12 months. Did some great partnerships with, you know, companies like Jim Baroo, um, with Tina Harris, who is mm-hmm. Lala from Lala's Big Live Band. Did some fantastic marketing partnerships. And I learned a lot about partnerships mm. in those first few years. Um, enough to know that I actually needed a really big partnership yep. for the app to be globally successful. Um, and, and so that's why we're back talking, because I've actually managed to achieve that and um, and have launched just in the last couple of days the brand new Baby Diaries uh, with a, a very large partner in Australia.
1: And so you, what you've done is you've partnered with Terry White Chemart, which is a newly merged company, uh you know, group um that used to be two separate brands, they're now together and they've obviously got a a, a brand to push in in, in the market again that's a pretty competitive space, the, the chemist space. I mean I'm I'm just an observer and I can see the the huge amount going into content marketing, let alone just general advertising from the from some very big and I guess warehouse uh, warehousey style brands. So what does this mean for your product, the Baby Diaries? Have you just handed it over to them or have you just branded it? How have you gone about a partnership like this?
4: So what we've done, what I've done is actually um, I pitched it to them about 18 months ago. Mm. And what you've just said, Trevor, is exactly correct. So pharmacies are trying to find competitive advantage. It's a really difficult market. You're seeing some pharmacies going into dog foods. You know, it's a Mm. really hard market. And so when I approached them and said, look, have an idea <laughs> how about we join forces so they basically license the IP so I developed the app I maintain the app I maintain ownership of the baby diaries right. but it's reskinned so it looks and feels like a Terry White Chemmark app right, yep. their team has been very much heavily involved in the redevelopment they've had a say every every part of the way and they have licensed the IP so they license the uh, exclusive rights um, mm-hmm. for the next few years to have the baby diaries in the Australian And
1: so you, you can target, I mean, obviously, um, new mums, new dads, new parents uh, need to go to chemists. You know, this is this is not breaking news to anyone uh, unless you've not had kids. When you've had kids, you realise chemists are a regular place yes. to go. Um, and so essentially you can tap into that by having them essentially facilitate a connection directly to uh, new parents, which will Absolutely. promote the app and, and begin the process of the engagement through the app.
4: Yeah, and and I guess the great value for Terry White Chemart is that they can also, so it's also an acquisition tool for them because they already have around 4 million members. They've got a fantastic membership program, Mm. rewards program, so people basically sign up to their rewards program to use the app and they get the app for free, Mm. so it's a great acquisition tool. It's also a really good retention tool because they're giving some really great Value, yeah, yeah. um, mums. We know from the last four years that mums will open our app up to twenty five times a day. Wow! So they're seeing the yeah, they're seeing the Terry White Kenmark brand up to twenty five times a day. So a hundred thousand users. That mm. means that's two point five million brand impressions every day.
1: So it's a hundred thousand. Um, what you've got now?
4: That's what we did have. Yeah.
1: Wow. So that's, yeah. I mean, oh, I'm gonna say that sounds really impressive to me. I mean. I don't know, that's the challenge, I guess, isn't it? We're a country of 24 million people. What's the number, you know? <laughs> like, what is exactly. a good number? And also the challenge, and I've said this before about Australia, it's wonderful, but we're a small country. Um, so t- w- let's say it was 100,000. That The percentage of Australians that have your app might be, you know, 0.001 or whatever it is. You multiply that into America and it's a whole different ball game financially. So that's the challenge with Australia, isn't it, is, is um, I guess, making money in the app world, um, yeah. in, in a, such a small country?
4: For, for me, oh, absolutely. In terms, if you were relying simply on downloads from the App Store, it's almost impossible. Mm. Um, for me, though, Terry White, Ken Mark, firstly, they were a fantastic group to work with. It's still a family company. Right. And so for me, they were very value aligned. Um, but they've also been, it's been a great way for me to understand exactly how I can now take this concept and, and take it globally. So we're now in discussions with, health insurance companies in Asia, pharmacy groups and health insurers in New Zealand, um, a group in Canada. And so for me, the next phase of the journey is to do exactly what we've done, replicate it um, in in a much faster way, but in other territories.
1: Right. You've got global domination on the cards.
4: (laughs) Global expansion. Because the other great benefit that we've we've created is these member offers. So in the back end of the app, We've now got this new page, which is Member Offers. And what that does is it gives mum or ba- and baby access to discounts for things they actually need rather than these generic catalogues that we get in the mailbox. Apparently, I'm the only person that my partner knows who actually reads them.
1: Oh, um, oh no, your partner's little, uh, crazy, my wife, every day.
4: Yeah, I love them. It's my meditation. So <laughs> I, you know, but generally speaking, it's very much a shotgun approach. So what yeah. we are being able to do is – is provide Terry White with the opportunity. Terry White came up with the opportunity mm. to market directly to the hands of mums, um, products that they know they need. Mm. So yeah, it's a really it's a really new way for pharmacies to engage with their members, and um, and I'm hopeful that you know others around the world will see the benefit as well.
1: I guess the great thing for you just in Australia is. It is a we we are very cyclical, and I know this because I do the same segments year on year on the t v and radio in different places, so it's not like the story still isn't valid because every day there are new parents who uh nine months ago were certainly not thinking about a baby app um so the, there's basically this nine month window where you could just keep promoting yourself uh you can get those same stories theoretically in the in the papers and hopefully on t v in different places without. Because it's still a valid uh, app. It's still got a great reach. It's not like it's ever not going to be needed <laughs> while well, ever population grows. Dead.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, of uh, <laughs> births and deaths. So we've got the baby diaries. I'm currently working on the pet diaries. So right. I should have some great news about the pet diaries soon. Exactly the same model, um, but for pets. And I've also got the care journal coming out, which is for carers of the ageing. Um, in their own home so yeah we've, we've, we're trying to cover the whole market with uh, and just with on
1: our the, on, the, apps. on the care diaries not that I want to tell you how to suck eggs, but that could that could be quite a collaborative app, could it not because I think about um, uh, you know families whose parents elderly parents maybe aren't in care yet but you know need checking on maybe you know you could be you could be a slightly different model to the baby diaries because you know there's there's parent X, and then there's child A and B um, who both, it's like a cloud-based thing so that both children need to be able to see what's happening or what each has done. You know, I visited today, I gave them this, I fed them that and we, we, I gave them a hundred bucks or whatever. You know, you can actually update so that you're sharing amongst your family. I was in a car once, um, uh, I digress heavily, but the hire car driver was a lovely bloke, but he he twice he picked me up at like 6 a.m. in the morning and about an hour and a half drive to the airport and he would ring his dad. And it was yep. it was quite quite lovely that he would ring his dad, check on his dad. If he didn't answer, he would send this message to the whole to the whole group, and all the family would try and track him down. And then they'd all ring each other and go, "He's fine. I've I've spoken to him." Um, yeah, that, that's
4: exactly. I, I'm just I'm sitting here just really excited. Trevor, because what you've described is exactly what we've just built. Right. Um, it's, we've got the minimal viable product developed. The New South Wales government have actually funded us to do that. Wow. And, um, yeah, and it's basically a cloud-based system where you can have multiple carers. There's a carer-to-carer portal in there because we yeah. you know carers are really isolated. Yep. Um, and, and it means that you can share information on meds, increases med- medication mm. compliance, all sorts of great stuff. Medical so- visits,
1: one, one person accompanies them to the medical thing, they can write a summary so everyone gets it. Wow, it's very exciting. It's exciting. So, yeah, where, so, where it's do you do your development? Have you got developers, or do you just send it offshore? How, I mean, that—that that to me is no. the biggest challenge with developing. Is where the hell do you make get an app made?
4: So, I've been really actually, one's my fourth developer, um, and I'm so so happy. I use a guy in Melbourne called Nick Schulberger. His dad was actually the very first host of a Current Affair 60 Minutes. Wow. Um, yeah, so he's been in this game, you know, the media game for a very long time in his family brilliant developer really reasonably priced i don't have the issue of time or language barrier so you know and just a really nice bloke so i've been really fortunate to find someone but it's amazing how many people ask me for recommendation mm. because they've been burnt
1: well that's a whole other conversation we should probably yeah, have another day because sure. honestly there's um there's a lot to learn for people a lot to lot to educate and i guess there's probably some simple steps you can follow having having had those learnings so You've got a wealth of knowledge. It's uh, fascinating. It's it's exciting for you. I'm I'm pleased with your new partnership with uh, Terry White Kemart, and hopefully that results in a whole new level of engagement, downloads, users, and uh, global domination as you as you plan. Yeah, thanks so much, Trevor. Good on you, Tara. And uh, people can find it still by just searching for baby diaries. But uh, the best way to confirm that you've got the right app, because as Tara said, there's a lot of them out there, is uh, if you search for Terry White Kemart baby diaries. Tara, thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Got a tech question, got a tech problem? Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Happy to help whenever I can. G'day, Gordon.
3: G'day, mate. How are you? Really
1: good. What can I do for you?
3: Mate, I want to upgrade my phone My Samsung.
1: Yep. What do you got now? I've
3: got a J3, 6, I think. Oh, J3, something old thing.
1: Yeah, old and, and little thing. It's a, you know, it's a great phone, but, um, but yeah, not, not the yeah. classiest yeah. modern thing in the world. Yep.
3: Yeah, and I yeah, want to upgrade to something a bit faster and better.
1: What are you looking for? What's a feature? Are there any features that are deal-breakers for you?
3: Yeah, look, I was hoping to get a phone that... Uh, and look, I, I've got to be careful with the money. I've got a mortgage like most people. And, mm-hmm. uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so, Well, look, something that has the technology when I'm out on my walks each night that I can do a tap and go, possibly. Yep,
1: cool, cool. Great Everything idea. else
3: I'm pretty happy with. I'm, I'm uh, closer to 60 than I am 50, so I... Uh, I'm not worried about a lot of things as long as I can hear you on the radio at night time and
1: tap and go when I go to the supermarket and I've got to get that liter of milk. Well, you're on a winner, mate. I think the um, I think you, you have you got a budget in mind though?
3: You tell me. Oh, look, you you tell me.
1: Well, I, I guess my 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 concern is that you know the there are a bunch of phones that will do Android Pay, but you start to you start to kind of push up into into the next level with with the Samsung phones, as an example. Um, yep. so I'm gonna say off the top of my head, and I'm in the Samsung world, although I know there are other phones off the top of my head that will do Android Pay, I'm pretty sure Oppo have one. But I I think the um the Galaxy A series from Samsung um yes. are, are excellent phones. They definitely have uh Samsung Pay, so I'm pretty sure they've got tap and go for Android Pay as well. Now the A five yep. is around about a six hundred and fifty dollar phone.
3: I, I, I could go with that.
1: You know, and I think because it's. I, I
3: think I put yeah. I put in my email. I, I was happy to go for a reconditioned or as new. Yeah. But if uh, yeah.
1: I mean, look, I don't know where. I, I honestly, I worry about the the kind of grey market. I really, really do. I yes. like if you search Samsung Galaxy A five, you're going to get to Buy Mobile and Kogan and all these places. But. Yep. And I love Kogan, the lovely bloke and great website, but I wouldn't buy a, um, anything other than a Kogan phone off them because their phones are coming from Hong Kong. And I just, I can't give you guarantees about warranty and things like that. So yep. you're yep. better off, you know, going to your local Samsung kiosk at the local Westfield, if there's one and just asking them yep. where, where can you buy one outright? Um, and they may yep. well be able to give you That's advice yep. on reconditioned as well. You want an outright buy, um, for, for yes. something like the Samsung, uh, a five. So, that, that that's definitely... You shouldn't need to spend more than 650 is basically what I'm saying. Um, yep. I, I would... I'm going to try and find uh, other phones for you. I'm pretty sure uh, the Oppo... I don't know that the... Uh, I don't know the F1, but I think the R... No, the R9S doesn't have um, uh, NFC either. So, you know, I just keep coming back to the Samsungs. Fortunately or unfortunately, I'm not trying to bag them. I'm just saying there's a lot of other phones out there, but it's a really risky thing when when it doesn't have the technology built in, and you can rely on Samsung for that. And Samsung have their own system as well, Samsung Pay, um, which will yep. also work. Which bank are you with, though? Uh, St. George. Well, you're screwed. St.
3: George
1: and ANZ. Okay, well, you're lucky, because St. George are useless. I switched from them to ANZ. ANZ is on uh, Android Pay. so They're all um,
3: useless, by the way. I have
1: um, a small business in Newport, uh,
3: and uh, we have no banks
1: now. Oh, really? They've all closed down in Newport? Bastard. Yep, yep. Uh,
3: Bit of a shocker. It's a sad story, but that's like My wife's now got to learn how to do internet banking. We'll both.
1: Well, you'll be better off for it in the long run, but uh, and you'll have the flexibility yeah. of giving them the big middle finger, mate, at some point, maybe.
3: Well, we've actually found every time we go to the local post office now, which we can do all our transactions at, they're starting to lop on a $2.50 extra charge.
1: Right. Yeah, no, well, you got to get on that internet, mate, make it happen.
3: Oh, it's happening. The the, the sun's stepping into the mark there for us, and we're doing... And actually... There was one more question
1: mm-hmm.
3: about, I've, I've bundled up, I've done some homework, I've saved some money, it's interesting. Uh, I've bundled up and I've gone with Optus to get a home bundle and a business bundle for our right. phone and Fitch TV. Mm-hmm. Quickly, I, I was with Telstra in our shop and I was paying roughly 120 $140 a month.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I've done the bundle. I've, I'm now going to get uh, ADSL 2 onto the shop with my phone line, and fetch
1: TV for 80 bucks a month. Yeah, wow. That's... Which
3: blows me out of the ground. You know, that was, that's a saving straight away. Yeah, and look, th- but, those
1: are the kind of incre- I just had a, I was just talking to a lady who, you know, was spending $80 a month on her husband's phone when you could do it for 40. So yeah. sometimes you just got to look around, <laughs> folks, and it's quite surprising oh. to see, you know, how quickly things can change. Do you know how, how long until the NBN hits you?
3: Yeah, well, yeah, how on a piece of string? Putting the infrastructure in, but who knows could be a year, could be two, but I did check about a- that we just automatically transferred good good
1: yeah well I, I just know. had a look at Newport as a suburb. I, I picked a random address yeah. on Bardo Road. I don't know where that is, but um, and it, it looks like, looks around. like you're getting um, fiber to the curb as a technology, and the slated date is April to June next year, so uh, yeah. within a year uh, now it- I got it pretty much spot on the date that they suggested on the website, so you know you could have it within a year and that, that'll also you know improve things in the business as well.
3: Well, that's what it's all about. Now, tell me, is there a trick? Because I've got a bundle for home and I'm mm. up in D.Y. Mm. Uh, I've got, I have Fetch TV with iInet and I've got a cheaper plan with Optus when yep. I was negotiating. I've got it $10 a month cheaper. Yep. Thank you. Um, but to get the movies I've got off the Fetch TV oh. with iInet. Did you get, <laughs> get a like new box, time. did you? You mm-hmm. You got, yeah, a, got new, a new box.
1: Yeah, no, mate, they're stuck there. I asked once before um, yep. for for a very loyal listener who had some precious memories on on the on the yeah, old box, um, and it would re, it required us you know and them doing us a massive favour and sending the boxes in yeah, and it yeah. was oh mate yeah, it, was yeah, yeah. it was a massive nightmare so yeah, yeah yeah this is an
3: I this is a fetch box an older fetch box yeah with I, I, Net, and, I'm, and I've gone on to optus
1: with yeah no it's just getting in them from box. one or the other is the nightmare so. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's so, not worth it. Say goodbye and I'm just going to have to watch when I see those old Godfather movies come up again, record them again.
1: Well, mate, do you have to send the old box back?
3: Well, I'll wait and see if I own it
1: I don't think they will, mate. Probably I'm, not. I mean, how long are you had it for? Just tell them, bugger off, oh, you own it now.
3: Through, yeah. A good three years. Before. Tell them thanks very much. Oh, no, well, I've been with them. I'm a loyal customer. I've been with them for 20 yeah. years nearly. Mate, I'd I'd be keeping that one li- in,
1: in the second room, and there, there's your Godfather movie sorted on that that second TV. Yeah, well,
3: there we go. <laughs> over, something like that. But the, so the A3 is the one to
1: look at. Back to A5, A5 screen. or A7. The A5 is a slightly smaller screen. So Samsung Galaxy yep. A5
3: fantastic. It's a winner. And I want that out right and I'll just go for a break
1: on that. Yeah, exactly. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch and I appreciate you listening.
3: Thank you for your time and appreciate your
1: help. Good on you, Gordon. And if you've got a question like Gordon, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. They're back. BlackBerry's back, folks. This month, the BlackBerry Key One goes on sale at JB Hi-Fi. $8.99 for an Android phone with a beautiful, fresh design. It doesn't look like any other smartphone on the market. Great camera, great performance, great security, and a BlackBerry keyboard. Uh, Pre-order now for JB Hi-Fi. You can go to blackberrymobile.com.au, buy it outright, $8.99. The BlackBerry is back. Keyboard works just as you remember it if you're a BlackBerry fan, but you've got the full app suite because you've got Android, and you've got an added layer of BlackBerry protection over your entire device with a one-touch D-Tech security OneTouch gives you an update on how you're traveling with security and how you can improve the security of your device and your files. Unbelievable quality device. Really love it. Um, It's actually just so different. That's what I love about it most, Uh, the BlackBerry Key one. Distinctly different, distinctly BlackBerry. Pre-order now at JB Hi-Fi and blackberrymobile.com.au. Got a tech question, need help? Get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Suzanne.
2: G'day Trevor, how are
1: you? Very well, Suzanne is my mother and sister's name, so you have all my respect. Oh,
2: thank you very much, they must be lovely people.
1: They are pretty darn good people, yeah, don't mind them at all. What can I do for you?
2: (laughs) Just as well. Um look, I'm one of the unfortunate people that is still stuck with basic ADSL where I live, and my network provider um, doesn't seem to be able to do much about the prosthetic downgrading of service that I'm receiving yeah. to the extent that downloads are reduced to you know zero point zero two of a um, MPS or whatever it is. So is. You're, you're
1: in that beautiful uh, black hole between what you've got now and when the NBN comes, and no one really wants to bother doing much uh, until it happens.
2: Pretty much. Pretty much, that's
1: it. So, so... What can
2: I do? Is there any tricks that I can do to um, to alleviate any of these issues?
1: Which telco are you with now? IINIT. Uh, okay, and...
2: Well, for the, for the internet, I'm with iinet
1: yeah. Now, oh, you, you sent me an email, and you come from a suburb I've never heard of, which is an island. Um, do you reckon that Correct. has partly... Does that have something to do with the infrastructure? Like, is, is the island remote? I mean, what's the... Do you know what the neighbourhood response is? What are other people getting in terms of uh, outputs?
2: Um, some people do get um, slightly better output than what I do. Okay. Um, I'm, it's, it's only a small island. It's part of the southern Morton Bay Island, so we're only... Over near you know, seven. Yeah, that's right. We're in between Straddy and Redland Bay. Right. So you've got Karagara Lamb, Russell and McClay Island. Well, Lamb Islands are uh, just one of those. So we're you know, we're very close to
1: Victoria Sorry, and this this just fascinate fascinates on... the hell out of me here, right? But so you, you, you have to catch a ferry to the to, to work every day? I mean, it's just exciting. I mean I'm yep. I'm excited, I want to come yeah. visit.
2: It's great. You should come over. And look, I get the best. I get the best rides to work because I get to watch beautiful sunrises and sunsets. I get to see turtles and dugongs and, and you know, people out prawning in the mornings, which makes you really envious. And then I get to watch people fishing in the afternoon.
1: But you it's just can't nice. watch Netflix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, here's the here's the long and the short of it. Right. The good news is you have a beautiful place to live. You see some beautiful things. The bad news is the MBN is slated for your island in the first half of 2020. Um, Yep. The good news about that, though, is they're going to use fibre to the curb, which for, uh, I'm looking at Google Maps, to be to I'm looking at the size of of where you are. Everyone's going to get great speeds because what they'll do is they'll put one node in the middle of the island on Lucas Drive I'm tipping, uh, and everyone is within like 300 metres of that. So... It's going to be great speed. So when it comes, I'm really, really confident. It's going to be great for you. The challenge is what the hell do what the hell do you do between now and then? So what's the mobile network situation like on the island?
2: Um, Where I am personally, as I said, I'm sort of in the middle of the island, and I am in a bit of a black spot. So Telstra, Optus, everything—it's I can get basically one or two bars max with mobile, regardless of who you go through. And are you with Uh, Telstra or or
1: or you with Telstra, Optus for your phone?
2: I'm with Optus, but I have tried a Telstra card as well, and it doesn't make much of a difference.
1: Right. now,
2: And Vodafone, I get nothing.
1: Yeah, right. Vodafone doesn't have a tower there probably. I guess the the challenge is there are things you can do at a cost that will boost mobile reception. So, you know, Telstra, I don't think they advertise it. It's not certainly something that you can just walk into a shop and get, but they have a thing. I can't even tell you what it's called, but I can look it up if you're interested. Um, And last time I did, it was, I'm talking under under 2000 I can't remember how much whether it was 1100 or 1900 but it was it had a one in front of it and it was in the thousands um, but <laughs> yeah. it was you know it was like an antenna you put on that that boosted the mobile reception to that antenna and that would then um, create a little mobile hotspot essentially and you could get internet through that now that, that, that's a it's an upfront cost and you're also then got to pay a monthly cost for some sort of mobile broadband and you might pay I don't know, let's say 80 bucks a month and get 20 gig of of data, and that's not going to get you much. Um, mm. So it's it's a massive balancing issue for you, really, about um, need versus cost versus waiting time. Uh, and there isn't really yeah, yeah. there isn't really much more you can do. Well,
2: okay. So it's not what you wanted to hear. No I know. hints and tricks about you know getting higher powered modems or you know anything else that may make some sort of subtle difference or where you have people tell me that where you have things like in the house so you shouldn't have modem next to
1: your... Look, I work phone. I work on the assumption no, no, that no. you've you've done the whole holding your phone up in the air, walking around the house trying to find the best bars. Um yep, exactly. if it's not making a rat's of difference no matter where you stand, um, it, it's, it's no, no good to you if you stand in the backyard and the mobile works because you can't that doesn't work. That doesn't help. <laughs> so unless I mean the only crazy things I'm thinking of and I don't know how Close knit the communities, but if someone within your, um, you know, neighbourhood had better internet than someone else, you know, you could leverage each other. But that's just going to slow everyone down. So, yeah, there's kind of not a lot you can do. Yeah, um, and see, this stuck. is and this okay. is the frustrating thing about the NBN, and I, I totally get the frustrations of, oh my god, it's taking forever. But I'm going to be completely frank with you: there's no telco on the planet that's going to run cables, fibre, and do anything to Lamb Island. Right, there's no, not, no, no. They're no. going to look at it and go, "What is there? Thousand people there? Five hundred? I don't know." They're going to go, "No point." But the government is funding someone to roll a bit of fiber over to your island and then give everyone, um, fiber to the curb or fiber to the node. Um, so, yep. do you know what I mean? In, in 2020, it's going to be amazing, but you just have to wait till then, unfortunately. <laughs> Fair
2: enough. In this fact, is why I'm a patient
1: I, person. I, I, I was wrong. Um, it's fiber to the curb you're planning to get, which means they're going to run fibre along every street, which means you're going to get really good internet. Oh, um, right. Okay. So when well, it comes, great. it's going to be great. Um, I just can't give you anything in between now and then. All oh,
2: right. No, look, I appreciate the honest answer, and um, and thank you very much for taking the time to get back to me. My I really pleasure. appreciate My it. My
1: pleasure. And hopefully uh, you can get things going and maybe taking a bit of mobile time while you're on the ferry. Yes. But you know there's there's one other tip. There's one other tip. I mean the big things that take up internet, right, are streaming and things like that. Even with a 0.001 megabit speed you can get emails and Facebook. But if you want Netflix and stuff when you're at work, yeah. take your iPad, connect it to the Wi-Fi network at work and download movie, download Netflix shows at work.
2: Uh-huh. You don't know where I work, do you? I've got no idea, no. Government agency, I can't get through
1: anything. Oh, well, Do you know what? Go to the cafe and use their free Wi-Fi. saying? No, I'm just going to
2: come to your place and use all of
1: yours. Okay, fair enough. It's going to be a long trip, but uh, come and download some stuff. No worries. (laughs) Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch.
2: Thanks, thanks for your reply, Trevor. Appreciate it. No
1: worries. And if you got a question, uh, like Suzanne, get in touch. Go to the website eftm dot com dot au. Talking technology
0: without
3: the jargon. Your tech, tech life, life with Trevor Long. Long. If
1: you got a question about technology, problem with technology, get in touch. Go to the website eftm dot com dot G'day, Lisa. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Good. What can I do for you? Uh,
2: I'm going to Canada.
0: At the oh, end of the month. Canada. <laughs> Is that
1: the, the other one?
2: Um,
0: and I'm a Telstra, customer right? I'm just wondering about... Oh, my deepest sympathies for data, data
2: roaming
1: nah. overseas. Well, look, I'm just going to say bad. to you, yes, Telstra have data packs, data plans, data things you can do overseas, but don't waste your money. That is just going to... It's ridiculous. So the amount of money that you spend for per megabyte, and that's what to think about in these situations is, yes, you can spend, I think, I don't know, $100 and get a, a pack or $10 and get a pack, but it's, it's for megabytes, not gigabytes. So... Yep. what you normally use and the way you normally use your phone will literally blow it out of the water on day one. <clears throat> so it's kind of not really that useful other than for emergencies. So really the 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 options I give, there's three options. The first one is wait till you get there. How long are you going away? How, how long are you going to be on the ground in Canada for?
2: Three weeks.
1: So that's a good enough amount of time to possibly invest in a local solution. So the great thing is when you're traveling for three days, it's always like a rush. I don't want to waste you know four hours getting a sim card from a shop so but over three weeks you know you could you could spend your first day you know getting used to the time zone having a coffee finding an AT&T or a Rogers store I think they call them in, in Canada is their big telco and just going in and getting a prepaid sim um, uh, on, a, on a local network with you know enough data to get you through the three weeks you just want a one month prepaid so that's one option the second option is to do something locally here before you go um, uh, Australia Post and the website TravelSim.net.au. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, have these great things called travel sims, uh, and they give the good. The advantage here is you get a phone number for your friends to have before you go. Because if you get a SIM card in Canada, your friends know, won't know how to call you, right? No. Your family, the people that you really want to be able to call you. So <clears throat>
0: yeah, mum might cope with that
1: one. <laughs> so that's that's going to be an issue, right? So the good thing about the travel sim is. You get this really crazy phone number. It's actually from Estonia. Um, but your family can ring you uh, as they would anyone else in the world at a, at, a, at a cost, obviously. And you can receive the call at no cost. Uh, and you can make calls at low cost. Um, get it before you go. Play around with it because it's very weird. It When you make a phone call, it actually doesn't make the phone call. It rings you back with the phone call. Very strange, but it works once you, once you work it out. Data is available on those plans, but, you know, Per megabyte, it's probably better than Telstra, but it's still not the best on, on, in the market. But if you, if you can be a bit savvy with your data, that, that might get you through. The other option, which we've had a bit of success on, and we had a um, caller Gerard rang me back last week, um, go and get a Vodafone SIM. So go to your local Vodafone store and say, I'd like to sign up for a month and uh, don't go on a contract. Just get a one month, you know, postpaid SIM card. Um, you know, do all the do all the, the paperwork you need to do to have a postpaid sim, but make sure that you can cancel at any time after the first thirty days. And that sim will give you five dollars a day roaming, and five dollars a day roaming allows you to use the sim card as you would at home. So if you if you, if the plan you sign up for is ten gig, you can use ten gig while you're in Canada. Plus, you can make international phone calls. Sorry, you can make phone calls back home and within Canada as part of your unlimited calls and texts. It's a very good deal. You've just got to... Yeah. Go, don't... Ma- and I've said this to, to previous calls. Maybe don't go in saying you want to go to Canada and have a SIM card. <laughs> um, they might be wise to you, but you might be willing to try their network. And you might discover that they've actually got a good network and you want to switch to them. But right now, sign up on a postpaid, month-to-month, SIM-only plan. Whack that SIM card in a spare phone or in your current phone. Boot it up. Get the phone number out. Give that to your mum. And then when you land, put that SIM card in. Make sure it's the one that activates. And every day that you use it will cost you $5. Um, But that, I don't know, $35, $50 that you spend, uh, or whatever you might spend and how many days you do it, is a lot cheaper for what you get than doing a a roaming pack with Telstra or Optus. Excellent. Thank you. Good luck. Safe travels. When do you leave? Uh, 20th of July. Perfect. Well, what a wonderful little trip. Sounds fun. Enjoy the trip and hopefully the roaming goes very well for you.
2: Thank you. Thanks for your
1: help. Good on you. And if you've got a question like Lisa, just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon.
3: Your, your Tech, tech Live with Trevor Long. Long.
1: Thank you for listening. Episode 370 is in the can. Thank you very much for downloading. Thank you for sharing. Please tell your friends. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Rate it on iTunes. Come on. Just give me some love. Uh, it's lovely to have your company, and I appreciate you downloading each and every week. It doesn't matter whether you listen to me. Quietly in a private area Or whether you're listening in the car with the whole family um, uh, But it's always fun to find out where you're listening And as uh, Osher Gunzberg often says Send a photo, send a podsy Which is a photo of you listening to the show Bit of fun on the Twitters At Trevor Long is where you'll find me Facebook.com forward slash EFTM online Facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long And of course the website If you've got a question about technology EFTM.com.au Back again next week